Hi guys, Amber Elena here. Welcome to the re-release of Kiss and Tell, a Ladies Doing Stuff episode we released almost five years ago. Can you believe it? That must mean I'm getting older. Wow. Sorry. I need a moment. Okay. So if you haven't heard already, go back and listen to the live pre-show. We talk about some great topics here. We're talking about sexuality and the way that black women deal with it. But we've changed a lot since five years ago. Make sure you listen to the episode right before this one. The live pre-show will get you up to date with who we are, where we are, and what we think about this topic now. Today on Ladies Doing Stuff. I'd rather have things taken care of than have sex. Wow. We're, we're working towards our goals. We're not just like hanging out. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me or whatever, but I'm like, are we progressing? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like we're progressing. Are we progressing now? Like, I want it when I want it, and I'm going to get it when I want it. And She's, if I don't get it, I'm going to be very upset. I envy you. I wish I could. I mean, you seem like a lot funner of a person to be around. I'm Why? like cracking the whip all the time. She's the one that steals your man, okay? Oh my god, no, never. I would never do that. I'm gonna steal your man. I'd take your man. <laughs> it's like exhausting being me. I kind of think we should insert a track from the weekend here. Uh, wait, what song are you thinking about? Wicked Games. I really want to hear this song now, but... <laughs> Today, us ladies, we're talking about something that's kind of personal, kind of embarrassing, I guess, at the same time. We're talking about lady bits, <laughs> sex, and all that fun stuff from the from a female's perspective. Yeah, Charlie was really anxious to do this episode for some reason. I don't know. I'm not judging, but... I just think that female sexuality and our perspective on it versus male perspective is very interesting. And there's also a lot of things that we deal with, like... The taboos of being a woman, really, is what we're talking about here. There's so many layers with women, like literally and figuratively. <laughs> I get it. Get it. it is layers. It is layers. Wow, you should have seen us try to come up with titles for this episode. Charlie's like, ladies and vagina. <laughs> I did. Ladies and... Is that ladies and our vaginas or their vaginas or something like that? Masturbation. Let's, <laughs> let's just call it masturbation. I'm like, we need a really catchy title. I know. Amber is like, here is my whiteboard. We're going to start mind mapping this. <laughs> we, we really did. I, I made we a brainstorm. Did. And you know what? Ladies, kiss and tell. Because that's what we're doing. And it's a little more PG, you know? It's yeah. Like, come on now. It's kind of intriguing. You'll still listen to it. Yes. But there's a lot of interesting things that we need to talk about. First things first, Amber. Mm-hmm. I hope you're okay with discussing your issues, like, with sex and masturbation. I know that there's, like, some real setbacks for you. Wow, thank you, Dr. Charlie. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to discussing my sex life. No, yeah, we, we've been talking about this. We're friends, right? Like, in real life. In real life, yeah, not fake friends. Yeah, somehow it came up. I think she was, like, Maybe it was a while ago when we were talking about ladies dating dicks and you were saying like how this guy wasn't satisfying you. So mm -hmm. you're like, so I just went to the next room and got myself off twice. And I'm just like, wow, she made that sound easy. <laughs> like, it's really hard for me to do that because 
Like, it just doesn't work. I start trying to do different things, and then I just lose interest because... Like, it's too much work for you? No, or... like, I don't mind doing work. I mean, hello, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind putting in hard work, but it's just like, it's not working. It's not working! The reason why I want to talk about it is because you were so, like, oh my god, you were able to do that? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, oh, I have so much trouble. Like, I find it really hard to concentrate or... That's true. I think concentration is a big part for me. And Charlie's not the only friend that I've talked to about this. Like, they can, like, take themselves there to this special, special place that they can, like, create at any time they want. With me, I'm like, that is once in every blue moon where I can, like, self-satisfy. It's just, there's too much going on in my mind or, like, I, I don't know. I, like, maybe because I want it to work so bad, it just just doesn't work. Yeah, like, you're kind of forcing it. And I thought that was just so interesting because I've never heard that before. Like, this might be common. I don't know. I haven't heard too many women with this kind of issue, but I'm pretty sure you're not the only one going through it. So what is, like, going through your mind when you're trying to take yourself there? I know this is very intimate. You guys just... Sit back, relax, yeah. and enjoy the ride, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's going through my mind? Well, you know what? Maybe I treat it just like problem solving in my everyday life. Mm. Like, okay, that's not working. Let's try this. That's not working. Let's try this. Well, this worked last time. Maybe it'll work again. Nope. Nope. Not doing it today. Um, What else could I try? Maybe I can watch this. Maybe I can put this on. Oh, this is disgusting. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Why is he? Oh, that sounds so... <laughs> Remember? You're like, penis vagina, penis vagina. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, first it goes all slow, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that sounds very stressful. I could not imagine being so into my head like that. Like, oh my god, I have to make this work. I have to make it work. I mean, granted, it does take me kind of a long time to find the right porn to watch, but other than that. Yeah, and to fill the listeners in on, on the penis vagina bit, Charlie and I were talking about porn, and like, what we watch or what we have watched what works for her and what works for me and like I told her that like I've tried watching it and I don't like it it seems like a good idea at the time Mm -hmm. and then everything just like it's just so gross like ah like what's gross about it like okay number one you could tell every single video at least probably 97 percent of the ones on the internet are shot and created by like a male yeah this is what you want. Definitely yeah. the opposite of what I would ever want. And it's just like <laughs> the close-ups of the penis vagina, like penis vagina, penis vagina. Mm, mm, mm. I'm just like... That's the best part. That's what you no, want to watch. No, absolutely you, not. I'm Amber just, likes that, like HBO. <laughs> what was that? What's that show called? There's Zane's Sex Chronicles, but that one's kind of like more intense there's like another one where it's just like bodies flubbing about like you don't even see anything flubbing flubbing about (laughs) i guess if you're asking me i prefer like tell me a full story rather than just like penis vagina penis vagina penis vagina she wants to know like you know how the porn has like a a whole premise to it there's like a whole plot behind it yeah (laughs) she wants to see the movie i'm the one that like reads the subtitles because y'all know you got that mess on mute Like, I know. I'm like, it's wait. like 2 a.m. Your mom's like in the next room. I know. Like, wait, well, how did they get here? Why are they here? Oh, that's the other woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, now they're all three of them. Okay, got it. They're all friends now. How do? Wow, I missed that. But you know what? <laughs> I'll try to follow anyway. Yeah, I mean, I-, I watched porn like a lot more when I was 
younger. Mm-hmm. Like, really young. Like, um... Like, too young? High school. High school. I guess that's kind of normal. Yeah, like, curious. You're, you want to know what's going on. Not so much as an adult. Like, I guess it loses its novelty for me. And that, and I think it's a little gross. That's very interesting you think it's gross. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, just... I'm, like, fast-forwarding. I'm like, can we get to the good stuff? Like, stop rubbing on each other. Stop kissing. Oh, oh, now she's giving me... Okay, like, I want to see the penis vagina, penis vagina, <laughs> penis vagina. Like, that's what it's all about. Oh, no. Give me the close-ups. Like, don't shy away. I don't want to see cheeks. I don't want to see arms. I don't want to see you making out. Weird, because in that respect, her and I are totally opposite, but... We do have something in common. What? You we- and I both love that Fifty Shades of Grey, like... Yeah, that's... Light BDSM. Yeah. Like, we both feel some type of way about that. What do you think that stems from? I don't know. But part of me thinks that it's because we are such strong women. Mm. It would be nice to be... Roughed up? A little bit. Lightly roughed up. But like, don't get too crazy. In a good we'll way. Kick your ass. If it gets, like, rapey, that's... I- I'm out. I don't know. It, is it consensual rape? Is it like I mean, I role think, play rape? Once again, the internet is just a messy place. <laughs> See, I'm kind of twisted and well. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm I have my preferences, just yeah. like you have your preferences. Mm-hmm. I like things a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more like take charge. I like to be on the submissive side a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be nice to have someone strong enough to like put you in that place right right it just happens so few and far in between in real life especially in LA wow I mean the women out here are definitely the men in the relationship oh yeah totally and I think that's why maybe we go to that in the bedroom we're like okay I'm tired of being HBIC you know what I mean like please take care of me everything (laughs) I have to do everything everywhere else here you come up with the ideas you tell me what to do for one hour that's it one hour one hour Anything less. Well, I have multiple orgasms. Mm -hmm. And so when he stops, like, after my second one, I get very upset. I'm like, no, like, I'm really close. Like, can you please just help me out? And this isn't all the time. It's just sometimes. But I get really, really frustrated, like, if I... If I can't finish. Now, that, I think, is is very natural. Same here. (laughs) Okay. I mean, women are made like that. And if you guys would start from the beginning taking care of... Hint, hint. Us first then everything will be okay we'll give you whatever you want literally you will have pancakes in the morning (laughs) breakfast and bed seriously your clothes will be ironed have a bedtime story the day after too like what a bedtime story me first me first that's what i'm saying but you Mm. know what i did hear something very refreshing the other night um it was all about me like i didn't get to i didn't have to do anything and i was like this is great Mm -hmm. and Oh, I was like, why are you doing this? Or I was like, oh, you must have uh, patience today or something like that. He's like, I have a job to do. You mean like your boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. She hates claiming him. Like, like we're all supposed to know who him is. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a really good mindset. If only. Yeah, I if was only. like, I just stared at him like, oh, okay. Yeah. Finish. Go ahead, go ahead and do what you have to do. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was really nice. I've never gotten that kind of treatment before. It's just really nice and refreshing. I'm like, wow, all women deserve this. Like, how come everybody can't have this? If guys were, I'm not going to say not smart. I'm not going to say smart. Say it. If guys are smart, (laughs) they would realize that by giving us everything we want, they would have everything they need and more. Oh, hey. Hey, yo, put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. 
still trying to figure out what works for me and what doesn't work. I've tried music. I've tried, like, videos don't do it. Have you tried reading, like, the, I've like tried the reading. erotica? I've tried reading, and then I find that sometimes the reading, the pace is either too slow or too fast. Oh. Like, when you're reading, like, um, literotica or whatever, it's like, you have to be really in tune with that writer. You find that writer, and you stick with them, and they, they know your pace and everything. It's just so, like... That sounds very complicated. Like, maybe you just have too many requirements. I really don't. Like, I don't know. Everybody stop telling me that I require too much. Sorry. I'm not telling that. Wait. I hear that every aspect of my life. Like, ugh. You know how frustrating that is? I can't imagine. Why can't I just want what I want and that be okay? Well, what do you want? What What, do you want? Sexually? Yeah. For myself or with another person? For yourself. Like, for myself with myself? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out still. Well, we're here with you, trying to help you figure that out. Oh, yeah. I can't do the whole, like, finger thing. I'm just like, this This is not working. That's not even ever going to happen. Like, never. You know what? I don't like doing it to myself, and then I can only take it so much from another person. After a while, I'm like, please stop. Well, yeah, that's natural, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, women's... Oh, my gosh. Somebody... Somebody write, get a notepad. Okay. If you're a guy listening to ladies doing stuff, because we know you guys are out there. Listening, peeping in. Get a notepad and write down, the clit ain't always it. (laughs) I like that. Put it on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. The clit ain't always it. No, like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like really punching someone in the stomach in the same place over and over again. Yeah. You know, you can't always focus on that. Like, you really have to know your woman's body. And also for us ladies, we have to be kind of vocal and not try to protect a man's pride so much. Just be like, no, 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 that's that's not working. That's when you grab their hand or whatever you need to do. You put it where it needs to go. I am a huge fan of that. I will that's grab a good their idea. hand. Yeah. yeah. You go here. If I want your hand around my throat, okay, we're going to do that. I want it down here. Yes, we're going to do that. You come over here. Like I. So you're like backseat driving the operation a little bit? Yeah, because men are clueless. They yeah. like, okay, if I'm saying... Penis, vagina, penis, vagina, <laughs> penis, vagina. I know, that's coming for me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm a little bit more complicated than I think. But men, they don't listen either. You're mm. like, stay right there. Stay right there. He's like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go faster. <laughs> like, no, that's not... Okay, now we have to start from the beginning. I know. <laughs> it's so hot, hot, cold. Hot, hot, cold. Yes, and that's why it takes so long. But And then they lose patience. And then I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I'm down there choking on you for 20 minutes. She said, I'm choking on you. <laughs> Seriously. Like, tears running down my fucking eyes. And you can't you have just, the patience. Some guy right now is just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying the work that women put in, like, all of us ladies can relate. We We put in. Like, we give all of us. Yes. And men don't have the patience to just reciprocate that. Yes. On the flip side, there are times where, like, me as a woman, I I guess I, I don't know, sometimes it's just like, geez, I really don't feel like it, but it's been this long, I guess I should do the thing, get the thing done. (laughs) And good things will happen. Yeah. That's our quote. Do the thing, get the thing done, good things will happen. Yeah. I mean, like, every relationship has its like peaks and valleys yeah if i think back on my own since we were dating and being married and everything it's been even sexually but it's been so different from one six month period to the next for the better 
like well, evolving up and, down, up and down oh like there's peaks and valleys mm. just like a regular relationship right and I think that's where the complicated part comes in there's been times where I'm just like I genuinely don't want to and it might be because there's other things on my mind yeah there's been times where I'm I really do want to and he just doesn't and he doesn't even know he doesn't want to do it because he's so focused on other things going on right I think um, peaks and valleys, man, especially in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, that brings us to one of the points we have on here. It's being in the mindset. Yeah, that was important to me because when I'm in the mindset for sex, at at least me right now, like I said, it's all different. Ask me again in a year, I'll probably have a different answer. But if I'm in the mindset for sex, that means my environment around me, like at least immediately, is clean. Like Sanitation is very important. Well, yeah, but even, like, just to know I have clean bed sheets and, oh, like, okay. I'm not climbing over crap on the floor to get to my bedroom. <laughs> like, I know where my laundry is because my laundry has been done. I feel like you. That. Priorities. Like, taken care of. Things are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to work that day. I know I earned some money. I know I'm going to get a check for it later on. I don't know. Just things that make... Like a reward. Is that how you kind of see it? So you're like, things have to be in a certain order. Okay, I, I was productive today. The house is clean. Dinner is made. Everything's in order. Now I can enjoy myself. Kind of like that, but I don't see it as a reward. I just think of it as like priorities, like first things first. And it's not like, oh, I didn't clean the house today, so I'm not getting any sex. It's just like, it doesn't push me towards the mindset to have sex. Hmm. If I know that things are in order, I can relax a little bit more, which might make me think about sex more. Hmm. Now the mood comes and goes. It does what it wants to, regardless of whether the house is clean, dirty, whether I had work today or not. Like the mood doesn't care. Does that come from you or from outside sources? The mood? Yeah. Usually it's just like hormones. Okay. You know, women's cycle. We totally have this. If you were to track like when you're feeling really, really horny. It's like right before your period. Yeah, right before, two weeks before, like you, and then right after. Yes, but that's like ovulation. Exactly, exactly, because we're trying to have a baby instinctually. Exactly. Those two weeks out of the month, man, and you're golden those two weeks. (laughs) You're like, you know what time it is, baby. Yeah, if you guys were to like, literally, if you had a girlfriend, mark it on your calendar, you could probably find away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know when to be like really nice to her versus when you never had a chance anyway. There's, like, days you're like, okay, she wants chocolate cake this day, she wants pasta this day, she wants hard sex this day, (laughs) soft sex this day, okay, now she wants to be left alone. Like, you can literally write it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's just one of them days that a girl goes through Uh when I'm feeling inside. Okay. She don't want to take it out on you. Don't take it out. Until she wants to. Don't take it personal. Seriously, don't take it personal. I think that's interesting. You're talking about being in the mindset. I feel like I'm... I'm always ready to go. Like, ready. I don't feel that way at all. I wish I did, but, like, I think that, for me, sex has to come secondary to my ambitions, to my to-do list, to so many things. And I know that's not good. I know self-care. I know blah, 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 blah. But you know what? God made me this way. I don't know what to say. No, you don't have to apologize for anything. Like, and again, I'm sure there's other women who go through this same exact thing. And if there's any advice, help Amber out. I I just think it's funny. I mean, two women sitting here talking about sex and their preferences and stuff like that. Like you, you said sex comes secondary. And I'm like, I would be late for work to have sex. Really. I think 
I value sex to the point of connection. Like if I'm with someone Mm -hmm. special and it's kind of consistent, then yes, like that's the time for me to connect with them. Mm -hmm. And if that's like, if sex is neglected or kind of pushed to the side, then that's when I start feeling like, yeah. And I'm like, why don't you like me? Why don't you want to have sex with me? Why, like what happened to our connection? Do you think that you equate your value to sex? I think you asked me this before. Maybe she just feels like we've had this conversation before. It's not a bad thing. I think like, like I said, I'm apologizing for who I am. I don't think it's a bad thing if it is, if it's how you feel connected to another person or how you feel loved. Mm. That's not, that's not a bad thing. I think sex innately was created to kind of for that reason. Yeah. To get closer. I guess so. Like, is that how you feel loved? Is that how you want it to be shown? You know what? I think so. I I definitely think so. Like, in past relationships, when I wasn't getting it for, like, I had dry spells, I'd be like, well, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, I think it, like, adds salt in the wound. Like, okay, I'm not even getting any type of relief here. Right. Just, like, the pressures of the world banging on your door sort of thing. Well, then it goes back to those patterns that we were talking about in the other episode. It's like, one moment it can be like very passionate like you're really into it and then the next like now I feel that you're withdrawing you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because after like when sex stops I feel like the the conversations stop and the Mm. you know what I mean like all that that goes with it so maybe I do equate value and if somebody's really interested in me I don't know you know it kind of reminds me what comes first the chicken or the egg to me (laughs) if we stop talking the sex stops like if we stop Mm. you know dating even with your husband or wife or whoever like if we stop having fun together that's when the sex stops it's like the communication and the interactions between the other person that kind of even get me to the point where I'm like I want to open up my legs Mm. communication comes first that's how I feel connected are we having fun together are we talking are we taking care of business all the things, the responsibilities that we have, is that stuff in order? If yes, then yeah, of course. Like, I would love to have sex with you. But if not, like, I feel like some things need to be fixed first Mm. before I feel comfortable enough to really enjoy having sex with you. Anybody could have sex. I mean, ladies, like, don't lie. We do it when we don't even feel like it. This is true. And we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, it'll happen. You know, we just go along with it. But sometimes it would be nice to just really want to be there. And sometimes I don't want to be there. Oh, my God. You're like, when is it over? No, not like that. Oh. Just like when I'm there, it's like, OK, fine. But <laughs> <laughs> this sounds really bad. I'm perfectly satisfied, by the way. I'm perfectly satisfied. I just I'd rather have things taken care of than have sex. Wow. I mean, I dig it. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah. You're an adult. Like household priorities, things like that. We're, we're working towards our goals. We're not just, like, hanging out. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me or whatever. But I'm like, are we progressing? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like we're progressing. Are we progressing now? I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. Like, I want it when I want it. And I'm going to get it when I want it. And she's, if I don't get it, I'm going to be very upset. She's the one that steals your man, okay? Oh, my God. No, never. I would never do that. I'm going to steal your man. I'd take your man. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I envy you. I wish I could. I mean, you seem like a lot funner of a person to be around. I'm Why? like cracking the whip all the time. Oh, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, it's like totally me. 
Well, I'm just like loosey goosey over here. Go with the flow, man. Yeah. And you're like, um. <laughs> I know. If it were like um some sort of a cartoon parody, she would be running through a field of daisies with like a, <laughs> a flower headband with the wind in her hair, and I would be in like a tailored suit and pencil skirt with like a pointer, somehow a pointer for a PowerPoint presentation. I love that. And you have like a cute little top knot. Oh with my like gosh. red lips and some glasses. I would definitely have my thick glasses. I can see that. The one the Ray Bands. They have kinda. to be like the cat eye. No, Chanel. Oh okay. Chanel cat eye. Yeah, it would be that. Like, one of us is ready to run through a field of daisies, and the other one's not. Guess who? Huh. <laughs> it's, like, exhausting being me. Oh, my God. Well, something else that you wanted to talk about. Sexual liberation, now that we're on the topic. Liberation. Liberation. 2017, 2018. It just seems like these days, everything's okay. Like, that new Netflix show, She's Gotta Have It. Brandon. I haven't seen it. I don't have Netflix. I have Hulu. Oh, she comes over and watches mine. I do. You won't give me the password. Yeah, because I'm using somebody else's. <laughs> Everybody's using somebody else's Netflix. Can we be real? Yeah, I mean... Netflix, don't ever change. We will turn against you. Didn't they try to, like, proof that? Like, limit get... the amount? Yeah, yeah. And we will start a revolt. We promise. We will. We will rise. We won't rise against our president, but we will rise against Netflix. We need to stream, okay? <laughs> I will vote for our right to stream. <laughs> Yeah, she's got to have it kind of reminds me of kind of like where we're at with sexuality for females. Like in the preview, she's like, I'm just attracted. I'm pansexual. I'm attracted to everybody. Like, I just have to have it. I don't know. You know, they try to reel you in. Who knows? The show probably has all kinds of layers to it that I haven't seen yet. But I'm just kind of like anything goes, you know, anything goes for so many people. And I mean, my personal opinion on that is like, I kind of don't buy it. What, like the pansexuality or like the fluidity? That's something I want to talk about, too. Yeah, like, I don't know. And maybe it's just because it's not me. And also, not to mention, I have a strong religious background. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't really believe in no limit all the time. Maybe that's why I'm the one with the pencil skirt and the tailored suit. Like, I'm all buttoned up inside or whatever. You, well, you look really good. So. I look so bomb. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I see you, girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, that up Charlie's in like a deep V, like V in the back, V in the front, like oh, yes. dress that flows in the wind. I'm just like, that's cute, but okay, look at these heels. <laughs> look at my cat eye frames. I know. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? My little sister, she's 17, and she told me that she was pansexual. And I had to be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah. I didn't know. Charlie's like, her hair is blowing in the wind. But when her little sister says that, she's like, I become Amber. Young lady. <laughs> I do. I get really, I'm like, hold on, hold on. How do you even know who you are? You are so young. She's pansexual, so she says, but she has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of like one of the only people in our family that's out, at least, that's open about her sexuality like that. And it's kind of odd because we're from a Christian background as well. But not a lot of people in the family discuss it. And I don't know if that's because they're uncomfortable or, mm-hmm. you know, how black people get like with sexuality. Oh, black people don't don't play that. And even if you think they do, like no news is not always good news. Uh, we stay quiet, but mm-hmm. that's just being polite. Yeah. Yeah. Black people generally have like ill feelings towards Sexu- anything. Homosexuality. But, yeah. Anything but heterosexuality. Yeah. And then even with heterosexuality, we'll find a way to shame you. 
yeah, you're too young or you shouldn't be with that guy. Yeah, or... that's why she got pregnant first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you want us to do? We're good at that. We're so good at that. We are. We can shame you in five different languages. <laughs> I mean, dang. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting, the whole pansexual things like that. Is this bullet point STDs? Yeah, I wanted to talk about STDs. <laughs> what about them? Well, I've never had them ever. Ever, ever, ever. I'm sure you haven't. Um, but I want to talk about it because I guess a lot of women have it. And you know what? This is where I think this is the teacher in me that um, in college, in my undergrad years, human sexuality was a required course. Mm. And I tell you that course, like, I think it probably changed the course of maybe even my life. Really? Did you get really afraid? You're like, I'm not doing any... Any no, of that. no, not at all. I just felt really empowered and really informed. I knew things that nobody would ever talk about. Nobody would ever tell me. Like, like what? They should have told me in high school. Really stuff you can find out on the internet now, but uh -huh. like your birth control options, um, statistics. We even did a project where we went through magazines and we looked for examples of sexuality and talked about them as a class. Mm. And they were all like really very Cosmo girl, like, yeah, take him in the backseat and write him hard. Oh my God. Like, and it was all the same kind of lingo, same kind of verbiage, like nothing like realistic. It creates this aspirational feeling within you where it's like, I kind of have to be like them. I kind of have to try it like that. Like, I mean, you just kind of opened my eyes to not only the, the health aspect of things, mm -hmm. but also like how the media influences our impressions of sexuality and how we really want to be like them. Yeah, that's true. And like, if you're not like them, you feel kind of like a loser or like you're not down. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Not, I don't find that a lot of women, one, talk about sex or two, are probably even comfortable about discussing sex or their sex life or anything like that. Yes. That's why I wanted to talk about it here. Yes. I think there's a certain amount of discretion that ladies feel they need to have. And even I feel the same way. Like, you guys, I love this show and I love keeping it real, but I'm not going to go play by play with you guys about my sex life. No, we're no. not doing that. Yeah. But this is more of getting to the meat of it all. Like, okay, some women may have trouble masturbating. Some people like a lot of sex. Some people have to have their boxes checked off before they can enjoy sex. I do love my boxes checked off <laughs> so, so much. Like, it just turns me on right now. <laughs> Ooh, check those boxes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I would have had that class, that sex ed class, because I had no... And when I first got my first uh, yeast infection, I was in a different country. Oh. So I was freaking the fuck out. You're like, there's something in the water. I was like, I'm not going outside. <laughs> I had a salad yesterday that had to be it. Those leaves were... <laughs> kind of funny i looked at that person oh my god i touched this pole <laughs> i know i know but yeah it was really really scary and i i was kind of embarrassed to talk about that to my friends or my family or anything like that i did a lot of research on like private browsers <laughs> yeah you're like incognito yeah what does a yeast infection look like exactly <laughs> like this yeah but luckily i mean i'm glad it was just a yeast infection and not like an std thank god i've never gotten an std which i'm very surprised because that oh, one god. that one whole year that i had Yes, that one breakup year, I remember. Oh my God, I was doing the most. And ladies, please just always protect yourselves. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I'm invincible. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just going to do everything. Meanwhile, I'm like, knock, knock, knock. Charlie, Charlie, um, did, did you use a condom? I'm all, 
Did you use a condom? We tried. Like, we reached for one. I'm like, but how did, how did you try? And they're like, <laughs> how did you try? And it didn't work. Yeah, I was fucking reckless. So don't ever do that. And always get your checkups. Always get your checkups, even though they can be scary. It's better to know. Knowledge is power. What she said. <laughs> well, we can check off the STD box because we don't, I don't even know where to begin with that because I've never had one. Also known as STIs. Oh, yes. They I know. changed it. When you take your classes, you get updated on all the lingo and what's now offensive versus what's now acceptable. Wait, STD is offensive because it's a disease, not I an think infection? It's the connotation that diseases has on like our society. Like diseases, oh my God, ah, oh, like it's incurable. It's. It is. It, isn't a, it is a disease. Some of them are curable. I think infections, they just, I don't know. We just change stuff to make ourselves feel better. We, we like, just, this sounds nicer, right? Yeah. Right? Like, oh my gosh. If I, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Okay, let's not. We'll yeah. reel it back in. Well, let's get off the topic of STDs, and then we can transition into, quote unquote, hoism. <laughs> and body count and what it means for women to, I guess, be sexually liberated. There was one time your husband had asked me, I forgot, like we were all together and I forgot how the topic came about, but he had asked me how many guys I slept with. Oh yeah. You know, actually I remember that. It was kind of a weird conversation. It was like retaliation for something you asked him. Oh, okay. He does weird, petty things sometimes. What did I even ask him? I don't remember. I was there for the whole thing, and I was just like, wow, he's being really petty, but okay. Yeah, I must have pissed him off. I don't have to defend either one of them. They just, they just, <laughs> she just go sits at it. and sips her wine or her tea. I'm just like, have fun with that, guys. Yeah, but I got really upset. I'm like, first of all, it doesn't matter how many guys I slept with. Mm-hmm. Second of all, that's none of your fucking business. I, I really wish I could remember the conversation. But the topic comes up a lot with women and how many guys she had. Like, oh, she's a hoe if she slept with more than five guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. Even J. Cole said, you got to multiply by three, right? Yeah, you do. Like, whatever number she gives you, you have to multiply that by three because you know she lying. <laughs> okay. But why do we have to be so secretive What in order to do what? To attract you? Yeah. Like, as if you're the, the golden calf exactly that I need to... Okay, thank you. Like, I really, I really don't need you. You're literally no one to me. But they need to feel, one thing we learned from Derek, we learned that they need to feel like the one. Oh, right. The only one. The king. The one that's most important. And they feel a lot less threatened if they know you haven't run a mile and back. A lot less threatened? Yeah. (laughs) They really will. Like, if you've sampled all the pieces of the pie and all the flavors and all the countries... But how would that threaten them? How? Are, why are we forced to be like, yeah, you probably lost your virginity at 11 years old and slept with how many other women? We have to be okay with that. Be like, okay, yeah, that's normal. Guys will be guys. That is the world we live in. That is called a double standard. But in contexts like these, it never works in our favor. I just need to know why that's such a, a huge deal. How can they feel threatened if we're choosing them, ultimately? I don't know. I think... They just find a way. Everybody has a past. Hmm. And who knows, maybe something happened to them one time or not too long ago that makes them think, is she loyal? Mm. So the woman's body count, the higher it is, the less loyal she is? The more she has to explain somehow. Meanwhile, we don't ask questions. I've literally never asked that question before. One, I don't want to know. Two, I don't care. 
Like, we really don't care. Are you free of any infections? Yeah. Like, let's go get some papers. Yeah. But, uh, to me. Exactly. And then we're okay. I, I literally, I don't care either. Don't like, care. are you a high quality individual? That's, I care about right. that. Where's your intelligence? Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Are you respectful? Okay, great. I care about those things. Me too. There was this, I was on Instagram or something, and this lady was talking about the patriarchy, and I always bring up monogamy for whatever reason. She loves to just hack on monogamy. She's (laughs) like, not you, monogamy. (laughs) Uh, uh, Not that uh. I'm against it, but she was talking about how um, our society changed in which before the women were the choosers. So we were out picking the men that were strongest. Uh, the richest to benefit our needs and somehow it got flipped around to where now we have to wait to be chosen now that this is this way like all the men get to have a woman per se oh yeah all that, the men get a chance to have a wife meanwhile we're sitting back just waiting to be chosen like we never had the power it's mm. like we can choose because we're picking you for our benefit we want you yeah we want you we don't need you yeah and that doesn't make a man feel good. And you know what? I kind of get it. Deep down, we all want to feel special. And we should always be confident enough to know that one person's past doesn't dictate our present or future relationship. But we all have insecurities. And I guess in that way, I'm a little empathetic. But for the plight of a woman, meanwhile, we're waiting. Just waiting. Waiting for like a quality person. God forbid you live in Los Angeles. Lord help you. Don't. Lord don't do help that. you. Mm. <laughs> But Lord. the thing is, like, we get stuck with, like, an average kind of person. Oh, oh, and if you are a woman of color, whoo, Yeah. I, somebody say a prayer, lay I, some I hands. I was going to say, I'll pray for you. Lay some hands on the forehead. <laughs> something. Wow. I mean, you'll be, like, uh, catcalled and stuff. You'll be somebody's mistress. Yeah, we would love to have you as a mistress. You know, we have this one role open. The lead is already taken. But you know what? You would be great as the other woman. I could see you there. Why do we have to be the fetishes? Let's let's move on, Amber. Yeah. You know, one thing I think about, too, is um, when we start having sex. Mm. What, what influenced you to even start having sex to begin with? It was kind of a mutual decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was just ready. Like, I personally waited until I was out of high school. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not trying to be like all these other girls. I hated everybody in high school, except you. So standoffish. Jeez. <laughs> I did. I, I just didn't like their morals. I didn't, I just didn't like their ethics or anything like that. So I was like, I'm not going to be that girl who's going to have sex with this guy and that guy in high school. I'm going to wait. Nobody in high school. And I was just ready. I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it's time. I think it's okay. Like, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with you. Wow. You, to me, are more mature than than most i mean then again i think women especially as teens have a tendency to lure themselves into a false sense of security that's true i know i was one of those teens for sure also coming from a strong christian background it was like yeah i know i can't have sex but i can do this (laughs) i'm just touching oh get it oh get it i could do this i'm not touching you Oh, and that that alone is like when you say have sex, what does that technically mean? Or hook up. We just hooked up. Yeah. Why? Why I wanted to make that decision is because of pure curiosity. Mm. If you keep telling me the stove is hot, I'm the type of person, and especially teenagers, you know, the brain is not fully developed. 
they just... <laughs> it's not fully developed. It's really, you know, it's a thing. I always blame it on, you know, the prefrontal cortex is just not fully developed <laughs> until, like, your, your mid-20s, really. But yeah, man, you just have these impulsive curiosities and decisions. And also, I wasn't very popular in middle school and in high school. I was struggling to be popular in the beginning until I learned to be comfortable with myself. But even while I was, quote-unquote, comfortable with myself, I found myself curious about being with the popular guy. Mm. And y'all know the popular guys aren't worth crap. Hell no. All talk. Yeah. Just a cute face. No brain. I think a lot of it was aspirational on my end. Mm. I watched a lot of BET. (laughs) You're like, if I just do this. (laughs) I'm like, wow. You guys remember when like polo dresses were in? Like it looked like a polo, but it was like. It was like a short oh, skirt. Oh, I remember. Okay. Or even jersey dresses. Okay, I was one for the jersey dress. Yeah? That was my jam. I don't know. Like, And then they always had like the long hair with the little flip on the side. And then it was just all the way down to like under your boobs. And I was just like, wow, she's beautiful. And that guy is like all over her. And he's so cute. Like, mm. I think all of it works together to get to you a little bit even when you call yourself set apart even when you call yourself christian even when you call yourself smart yeah it's kind of like wanting to fit in with everybody else yeah and like you said yourself i guess you were aiming for popularity no i just wanted to know what it felt like to be that well i guess that's what everybody wants in the end is to feel like they are one of them Mm mm-hmm But I didn't want to do the work that it took to be one of them. I was like, ew, that's way too much, dude. That's interesting. I can't relate. She's like, because I was popular. No, you say this all the time. I really was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a loner. Anyway. I think they're coming full circle. I guess I'm kind of wondering where we are now in our sexual journey. We are, what, in our late 20s? We're in our late 20s. Oh my god, we're in our late 20s. What? What? Don't ever say that out loud. I know. That just happened, guys. Oh my God. I just, I I feel like like it. I had a real introspective moment right now. I'm like, wait, where are we at now? That's where we started. But, but now I actually went for a physical not too long ago. And my doctor was like, um, so are you considering ever having kids? Female doctor, by the way. And I'm like, yeah, you know, one day maybe. I want to. I want to. Yes, one day. And then she's like, okay, well, don't wait too long. What? And I'm like, sorry? You're like, this is being told to me. Like, I've only seen this on BET. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, there's never going to be a good time. But, you know, as far as, like, the reproductive system goes and as far as uh, eggs go, technically you're already on, like, the downward slope of things. I can't believe this is happening to us. There's never going to be a right time. Just, you know, don't wait too long. And I was just like, okay. Like, I promise you, I went home thinking, obviously, I need to have a child right now. Like, time to get baby making. Yes. And then I told my grandma recently, I'm like, I have baby fever. She said, take aspirin. (laughs) Are you okay? She said, take an aspirin. Here's a Motrin for you. I got some baby Motrin. I know. She, I know. And then she's like, take one of these little cousins of yours and babysit them. Oh, my God. I said, do you think she would let me? I mean, then I think maybe we should just get a dog first and see how... Please get a puppy. That's so much better than a human baby. But, yeah, I got baby fever, too. I didn't even think... I didn't even realize I was in my late 20s. (laughs) Until I just said it for you. Yeah, exactly. But I remember having a conversation with one of my coworkers, and she just turned 43, and she had her first kid at, like, 36. And I was like, you know what? Maybe, 
you know, if I don't have a baby by 30, I think I'm just going to wrap it up and I'm just going to travel the world. I'm not going to worry about trying to get married or have a baby or anything like that. And she's like, honey, do whatever you want to do. Like I used all of my 20s to travel and to have fun. I didn't meet my husband until I was what in her mid 30s and my first kid at 36 or 34 or something like that. And I was like, but what, you know, the later you wait, the like it's going to be harder. Yeah, but we can't predict those things. That's true. I think what she's not saying is that she's one of the lucky ones. Yeah. I was like, isn't it high risk? And she's like, yeah, my doctor told me it was high risk, but everything turned out fine. Good for you, <laughs> lady. Um, I think my doctor, I, I think she wasn't saying it just to ruin my day. You know, hey, if you want to have kids, there's not going to be a right time. Um, Don't wait too long. So do you feel the need to like have a baby just because statistically this is when we should be having a baby? No. Isn't that crazy? This is what women have to think about. Do no. should I have kids now? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> While just my like, system is healthy? No, not at all. Like I just think about especially I spend a lot of time with kids and their lives are a lot harder when their parents weren't ready for them. Mm. And I just don't want to bring a child into the world like that. That would not be my choice. Yeah, but I've heard that that saying you'll never be ready. Like there's never a good time. I remember in my old relationship, when we were talking about having kids, where people were like, are you guys going to get married? Are you going to have kids? I'm like, yeah, we're thinking about it. You know, when the time's right, we want to get rid of debt. We want to do this, that, and the other. And they're like, honey, you guys will never get out of debt. Or there's never, you can't plan it. You can't plan these things. They have a point. I just think, like, if you and your husband are still arguing over who's cleaning the kitchen. oh Maybe we shouldn't be having babies. Perhaps. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't put a human life in the balance. But your reproductive system is ticking. There's a time limit on it. This just turned into a really depressing outlook on my future. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm kind of sad now. Yeah. This was supposed to be, like, enlightening about sexuality and women and femininity. And now it's just like, hurry up and have a baby or else your baby's going to be developmental challenge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I think we, we've covered a, I think so. a lot. All of these bullet points are... Yeah, that was like word vomit. Everything just came pouring out of me. Just Well, I'm glad we talked about it. Yes. Because I haven't heard anybody talk about anything like this. This is a, an important part of our literally everyday lives. This is what we think about. Yes. What I would love to hear, I would like to hear from some guys, because I know you're out there. Mm -hmm. I want to hear how our perspective compares to yours when it comes to sexuality. Mm -hmm. And what puts you in the mindset to have sex or... What puts you in the mood? I don't know. I, I want to know. You can write us anonymously. You don't have to tell us all your dirt. Yeah, just blur out your picture and your name. Yeah, and your address and all that stuff. Even though I'm pretty sure I can find them. Everybody can find everybody. <laughs> Google. I know. Yeah, that would be interesting. I would like to hear the guy's perspective on the whole starting the family thing. If they have a significant other and they're trying to have a baby or they don't want to have a baby or just their whole mindset of a family. Mm, that would be really awesome. So let's get some guys to write in. Yeah, man. Can you imagine how this podcast would change if one of us popped out a kid? Auntie Charlie. Oh, God. Hi. I'd rather be an auntie right now. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for babies. You'll never be ready, Charlie. <laughs> Even though babies are stinking cute. But let's get a puppy first, like you said. A puppy first. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to sum it all up by saying get a puppy first. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. This is Amber Elena. And this is Charlie. Signing off. Bye. Bye.